0: Welcome to Naples Talk Radio. In just a few short years, the Naples Cat Alliance has grown from a small group of volunteers who trap, neuter, and return into a top-notch and highly influential animal rescue operation. Let's chat with President and Founder Megan Sorbara to discuss how the Naples Cat Alliance is shaking up attitudes and building awareness about animal advocacy. This is Mark Matos. Today I'm here with Megan Sorbara from the Naples Cat Welcome, Megan.
1: Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us today. So anyways, tell us a little bit about the Naples Cat
1: well, the Naples Cat Alliance started off as a trap, neuter, and return group called the Collier Community Cat Coalition in 2008, and it was actually a bunch of local rescue groups that got together to try and legalize trap, neuter, and return, because at that time, you could literally be arrested for feeding a cat or trapping, neutering, and returning it. You could be arrested? Arrested.
0: So, so people were actually getting arrested for feeding cats?
1: Well, I don't know for certain if they were. They were probably getting uh, citations first, but it could lead to becoming a criminal activity at some point.
0: So, so my understanding is that, you know, people who are, or who are basically anti the trap-neuter return, like, they don't understand that you're actually reducing the cat population, right. in, it, which is better for the environment. Right. Okay, so, so tell me about some statistics about what you've done locally.
1: Uh, well, our first year of trap, neuter, and return, the intake of feral cats went down by 28% at Collier Domestic Services, and that was a huge increase. Um, it saves taxpayers money. It saves the deaths of unwanted litters of cats, and basically it's a win-win. If you don't like cats or you do like cats, either way, it should work for you because we're reducing the number of the population. So for the people that don't like them, less cats. <laughs> for people that do like them, less deaths for the cats. Um, and it's just it's a, it's it works. I mean it works in every community that it's been tried in.
0: So so you're telling me kindness towards animals has actually reduced the the animal population in the wild? Yes. That's amazing. Yes. That's absolutely amazing.
1: In Collier County it's estimated that there's 55,000 free-roaming cats, which is a lot. And we handle about 800 cats a year in our TNR program. So we have a long way to go. <laughs>
0: so, so basically, you, you manage the colonies. Yes. And, and so you, you go out, but you somebody's overlooking these, these animals, taking care of them, making sure they're spayed, they're mm-hmm. neutered, so that they're not out there breeding and producing more cats, creating a bigger problem. Right. And the result of that kindness, those kind of people showing up to do that is that it's actually reducing the feral cat population.
1: Yes. Each colony should be registered, which you can find a registration for your colony on our website at www.naplescatalliance.org. And you can download that, fill it out, email it back, or just mail it to us so we have it on file. It does not go anywhere but with us. So this way, if an ear-tipped cat ends up at Domestic Animal Services, we know where we can return it back to.
0: Amazing. So so you can actually, the colony manager, the cat will go back to the colony manager.
1: Yes. But that's not all you guys do. No. We... So, go ahead. <laughs> uh, while we were out trapping, we would come across kittens and very friendly cats that people had dumped. And as part of our Memorandum of Understanding with Domestic Animal Services, it says that we must remove any friendly or adoptable cats or kittens from these colonies. Which became pretty problematic because we didn't have anywhere to put them. And there's only so many foster homes. And there was way more cats than we had foster homes for. So we knew that we had to open up some sort of shelter for these guys. And that's what we did.
0: <laughs> and so you have opened up your shelter. So, so you literally went from managing a couple of colonies mm-hmm. to getting the law changed mm-hmm. in Collier County. Mm-hmm. And then, beyond yeah. that, you've gone and opened up a rescue shelter, yes, in the span of just a, a couple of years. Tell me a little yeah. bit about the shelter.
1: The shelter's really cool it's all free roaming um, the The cats basically run the show there. <laughs> uh, we have about a hundred cats at any given time right now we're a little bit over that due to it being towards the end of kitten season, so we get inundated with litters. We have about Um, I think about 75 kittens right now that we're trying to place along with the adults. Um, it's no kill. So we keep them until the end of their natural lives. Um, of course, you know, we do the humane thing if a cat's injured or ill and there's no coming back from that, but, uh, there's some cats we've had there for three years. So we definitely take that seriously.
0: I mean, that takes a lot of heart. So if, if these animals have nowhere else to go, you will take care of them for the rest of their lives. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. There's I, I don't know a single other organization I can point to that does that. Can you?
1: No. <laughs> no, not really. Um, even We even have ferals there, a few of them, because we weren't able to return them to their colonies. Either there was no colony associated with them. Or the person that turned them in said, if you bring the cat back, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> so um, for those cats, we keep them until we can find a good place for them to go. So we have good relationships with a couple different country clubs. And they need cats for their cart barns and uh, to, you know, uh, keep down the rodent population. Some natural rodent control. And those guys go out to those places and some farms and... Um, you know, it's a nice little life for them.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if I was a cat, I'd probably want to be on a farm.
1: <laughs> I know. Or a nice swanky country club. <laughs> Getting prime rib. <laughs> so, so I want
0: to talk a little bit, too. Because my experience, you know, over this past week with the Naples Cat there was a, a kitten stuck inside a, a storm drain. Mm-hmm. And I called you guys up and you were there within 10 minutes to rescue this kitten. Nobody else would do that.
1: Well, I mean, it was a community effort, definitely. It certainly was. (laughs) And which is really nice because that's, you know, why we named ourselves the Alliance because we want to be working with all the other rescue groups, with our municipal shelter, with law enforcement, um, because it definitely takes a village to tackle this huge problem.
0: So you are a community partner. Yes. And that was just a perfect example of it, too. I mean, it seems like everybody that showed up was like the perfect version of themselves.
1: Yeah, it was, it was such a great day. I mean, we definitely were there, but did not have the tools to <laughs> rescue the poor little guy from the storm drain. Um, so it, was, it worked out perfectly. I mean, thank goodness for the North Naples Fire Department.
0: Absolutely. No, they, they did a a great job. They really did. And, uh, DAS too, they, they mm-hmm. were helpful in that, that situation. They so, were. you know, I, I think that, you know, you really pulled that together though and, and made that happen. And, you know, I think it's really the Naples Cat Alliance that, you know, formed that alliance on, on the fly. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. It was really amazing to watch. Um, tell Tell me about some some other animals at at the shelter you know tell me tell me some some important stories that you know you've seen
1: uh, well, we have murray he's our latest miracle. <laughs> um, murray showed up at somebody's doorstep in march march twenty first actually I do remember the date and um, he just looked terrible and so she called me freaking out saying, I've got this cat. I think he was hit by a car. I don't, I don't know what's going on. He's just emaciated. And I could hear her daughter crying in the background. And so I said, okay, bring him down right away. So she shows up with this poor cat in a plastic container and he was a total mess. I didn't know what was going on with him. And of course it was the weekend. So there's no vets open. (laughs) Um, so we cleaned him up and you know, put him on a heating pad and got him some food and started him on meds right away. And then we got him to the vet first thing Monday morning and x-rays showed that he had a pelvic fracture. His pelvis was literally shattered. And part of the pelvic bone had lodged itself in a way where it was cutting off his bowels. So he had formed a giant ball of fecal matter inside of him. (laughs) And it was just kind of oozing out, which... It just was awful for the poor guy. Um, the first vet recommended euthanasia because it was a pretty, you know, grim prognosis. Uh, we decided not to do that and brought him to a neurologist, or I'm sorry, a um, neurosurgeon in Bonita Springs at Southwest Florida Veterinary Services, and they did a CT scan and thought that they could repair it. So we went for it. And three months later, he's running, jumping, walking all over the place. He's running? He's running. He runs up and down the halls. Yesterday, I found him on top of the refrigerator, <laughs> which what? scares me because I'm like, no, he's like our you know, million-dollar cat. But he's doing great. He has no idea that half of his pelvis has been removed. So the surgery that they did, they've actually never done on cats before. They've only done it on dogs. And they weren't really sure how it was going to... Work out for him, but it's been great. So he's actually become a case study for them, and they're submitting all of his, um, fil- you know, films and notes and everything to uh, the medical board to let them know that this worked for a cat.
0: So your cat's in the medical journal.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Murray. <laughs> and he's become best friends with Mufasa, who is a giant cat who um, was this is a perfect example of how we work with DAS. Um, Mufasa was trapped by someone, but his ear was tipped, meaning the left ear they cut off the top or they do a V notch, which signifies that they've been through a trap neuter release program. And so he ended up at domestic animal services. We were notified and we went and got him and he was in pretty rough shape too. And yeah, after some clavamox and some TLC, he bounced right back, but We weren't sure what to make of him because he was just a huge, giant tomcat. And he and Murray became best friends, and now the two of them are like inseparable, and every cat in the shelter just loves them. They all go to the two of them for comfort, and it's just a big love fest every day (laughs) with those guys.
0: That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So so this, this cat ended up being... Like a really neat cat.
1: Yeah. Super friendly. Yeah. Sweet. He's huge. He's uh, one of the largest cats that we've come across. He's close to 20 pounds. He's a big boy.
0: Wow. That's, that's a big cat.
1: Yeah. And he's going to get bigger, too. Yeah. Because he's still not at full body weight. Wow. Yeah. He's a cool cat. So we have all kinds of cats um, that come in in really bad shape. And, you know, most of the time... We're able to, to save them, so that's a good thing. So
0: if somebody wants to adopt a cat, how, mm-hmm. how do they go and do that, adopting a cat from the Naples Cat Alliance?
1: They can either come to our shelter. And where or is that located? It's at 7785 Davis Boulevard, suite number 104. Um, we're between 951 and Santa Barbara Boulevard in a strip mall where Pelican Larry's Restaurant is the anchor at the end of the of the strip there. Um, so you can't miss it. You cannot miss it because the cats are literally walking around. So as you're walking down the sidewalk, you'll see 30 cats in the window staring at you. (laughs) Um, And during season on the weekends, it's standing room only out there. There are people just lined up waiting to, you know, look at them (laughs) because we have all kinds of cat trees and fun stuff for them to do on the front of the building. Um so they can come in any day um, between twelve and three and then again between six and eight at night for adoptions. We also have the Pet Smart location at the Coconut Point Mall in Estero. And we're they're available for adoption up there on Saturday and Sunday between twelve and four.
0: Now now also you have a monthly giving program too, right? Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to to contribute to your cause, how do, how do they go ahead and do that?
1: They can go to our website at NaplesCatalliance dot org. And right on the front page, there's a button there that you can donate to and sign up for monthly giving, even as little as $5 a month. It really, really helps. The um, more money that we, you know, the money that we know that's coming in that we can count on every month um, enables us to plan, you know, better for what we're going to be doing. Um, It also enables us to give more care to the cats and less time fundraising, which would be great. And... Um, you know, if we can start covering our costs, then we can start putting more money into our different programs for TNR, for emergency veterinary assistance, and for rehoming of special needs cats.
0: Now I come across a lot of people who who are, are really into cats, they're really into animals, they're animal lovers, they wanna they wanna volunteer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How how do they go ahead and volunteer?
1: There is a volunteer application on our website also, and you can download that and fill it out and send it in, and then you'll be contacted. And then we get you set up for some training and put you on the schedule.
0: And the the website is?
1: NaplesCatAlliance.org.
0: And they can also follow you on Facebook as well, Yes. Right?
1: We have a big Facebook following. I'm on Facebook all day long. I'm constantly updating, and um, I like to keep you know people engaged in what we're doing, and um you know people really love to follow our stories because we have you know Murray and Mufasa and all those kind of cats so people get hooked on it and they want to know what's happening so every day i'm trying to you know post updates and get people involved and you know make them make them want to log in and see what's going on so facebook has definitely played a huge role in our organization
0: Well, these these animals, they do have interesting stories. They do. You know, instead of watching the Kardashians, right? Why not watch the the kitties?
1: We also have a Ustream channel, um, which they ate through the wires. So (laughs) that will be up and running very shortly. But um, it shows our our main room there, and it's 24-7, and you can log in. And that you can... um, get to through our facebook page and you can log in and see the shelter in real time which is which is pretty cool amazing
0: mm-hmm. technical technologically advanced done social media mm-hmm. you're you're doing fundraising you're you're you know running a cat rescue doing trap neuter release megan i, I gotta really hand it to you you're doing a wonderful <laughs> job for the community thank, thank, you. thank you so much for joining us today. thank you so much thank you for listening to naples talk radio